It mentioned the portal right off the bat because the title of this review should just be called Another Goddamn Portal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 414 with a review of Warcraft. I'm Christopher Schneezy. <clears throat> I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we are donning our uh, keyboards and mice, and we're clicking the shit out of this movie. We're here to talk about Warcraft. How you doing, Carson? I'm uh, doing okay. I, I I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, it, it, you just don't know how you're going to be able to talk about the film specifically, or you are you depicting some giant man versus orc battle that's gonna happen? Ah, uh, I mean I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's always a fear going in. I don't know how to talk about anything, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. I don't know. Uh, I mean, just just to get us started on a good note, I guess at first, there I had a pretty funny moment. Um, I think it was last week actually when I saw whatever it was that I saw last week. Um, oh, X Men was that last week? Whatever. Anyways, I was sitting in a movie and there was basically young Carson Patrick sitting behind me. They played a trailer for Warcraft, mm. and, and this kid he had to be like between eight and thirteen. Um, which I guess is kind that's, of a wide range, but that, he, that's my age range, yeah. <laughs> but he he was he was young and like he was directly behind me, and the trailer plays, and he just goes, "God, so much CG," <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed to myself, and I was like, "Yep, that's uh, Carson's illegitimate kid over there." That's uh, that's uh, yeah, that dude knows what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this this film does have quite a bit of CG. Um, I think what's funnier is that in the, um, in the, like, before the movies start at Regal now, they have, like, um, go see Warcraft, and if you buy a ticket, then you can get the game for free, which makes no sense to me, because, like, wouldn't the majority, like, of the audience going to see Warcraft have already played the game, so they probably already have the game, unless it's, like, some expansion or, like, new features involved but like that didn't make any sense to me but then at, right after that it's like hi i'm alexander skarsgård and i'm in the really depressing looking tarzan movie coming out <laughs> and i want you to donate to the elephants and the stars of hope or something and it's just like oh man that's just a really depressing way <laughs> to start because you know, those two back to back i i remember thinking like which one's gonna be sadder like that's what <laughs> That's I think that's the bet, you know. Yeah. Well, I I will say as far as trying to get you to have the game for free, um, I would assume that most people seeing this film either play or have played some or one of the Warcraft um, games. Uh, this film does not directly relate to the story of World of Warcraft, which is the one they're trying to sell you on. But in the past, it has always been you have when you buy the game, you buy the core set, which is all the expansions except for the most the most current one and then you buy the current expansion separately but they recently announced that like when you buy the core game you get all of the every basically everything that has yet like everything that has been released so far is one package so for people who never bought the newest expansion 
um, I believe getting the game for free is actually, you know, getting an equivalent $40 value. Um, but then again, they're paying a $15 a month subscription to play the game. So whatever. I mean, I don't like they didn't, you know, obviously didn't go into much detail, but like they didn't even they didn't describe exactly what <laughs> you were getting other than you're getting the game. So it like didn't seem like it was that much incentive to get someone to go buy a ticket to it. Well, I mean, you, you don't know, Carson. I mean, after seeing this movie, maybe you would have been compelled to <laughs> go. Out I mean, and maybe, buy the game. maybe. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get people converted. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, if you haven't played it, this is the time. <laughs> well, speaking of converting people, should we get into this review? <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to take a listen to the trailer for Warcraft, and then we're going to come back and give you a review. For years, our world has been at peace. But something is coming. I can feel it. Dark forces are upon us. Find these beasts, or whatever they are. Our world is dying. There is nothing to go back to. If our people are to survive, we must make a home here. Whatever happens, Whatever happens. If we do not unite, our world will perish. This doesn't need to happen. There is one who may help us. For orcs, there is no other life but war. No, but with the human's help, there could be. Why are you here? To save our people. Can we trust him? They're beasts. They should all be destroyed. Are you sure about that? We'll protect the kingdom. You and I. You'd side with the humans. Against your own kind. This is suicide. We have no choice. We should attack with full force. Whatever you plan to do, do it now! Okay, so that was the trailer for Warcraft. Basically, there are a bunch of orcs, and their homeland world uh, is kind of destroyed by something that's very, very bad. And they are trying to make their way through a portal to a new land that they can kind of move into and survive. But uh, humans live there and don't like this onslaught of orcs that are showing up. And uh, they are going to try to stop the rest of the orcs from making it through this magic portal. And uh, some of the orcs realize that maybe some of the other orcs are pretty bad, so they're going to try to help the humans stop them. (laughs) It's something like that, you know. Also, also, there's like a Moses in there somewhere. <laughs> Jesus? Ben was, Foster shows no, up as a Jesus a, wizard. No, yeah, 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 but there's also a Moses with the baby in the basket. Oh, right, right, yes. There's a lot of biblical metaphors. Ooh. Um, 
<laughs> I, I was just thinking of, you know, I, I think Ben Foster really, I think he's playing Jesus. I, I think that was supposed to be a, he certainly looks like him. I, I, I think Ben Foster in this film showed up to set based purely on just the costume, thought he was playing Jesus, and when he realized he wasn't playing Jesus, just got <laughs> drunk every day <laughs> and basically like, put zero effort into performing in this film. What have I done with my life? That is what he <laughs> was thinking. His character wasn't sick uh, or having his power drained. His character was just wasted because he couldn't <laughs> believe he was in this goddamn movie. <laughs> um, well, it's funny that you mentioned... It mentioned the portal right off the bat because the title of this review should just be called Another Goddamn Portal because there's another one in this movie <laughs> <laughs> hey. a week a week after the Ninja Turtles sequel, which also had a portal. Oh, really? Is that where Krang or whatever comes uh, from? <laughs> yeah, it was literally like Transformers 3, but with Krang instead of Cybertron <laughs> or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, like they had a portal, but that's still better than a blue light, right? <laughs> it all sucks. Like, I mean, and, and you can even tell in the Ghostbusters trailer that there's a portal in that, too. And you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, when did this become a thing? Just because Avengers made a ton of money and there was a portal in it, like, doesn't mean that everyone's got to have a portal. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, so everyone is, you know, everyone's pretty much touting this movie as a uh, Battlefield Earth-level disaster. But, uh, I, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I think that there are worse things that at least i have seen and especially this year like i would happily sit through this again than jungle book or uh <laughs> captain america civil bro so um yeah like i uh, i mean especially jungle book because at least in warcraft there are some practical elements to latch on to. It's not just, uh, you know, one <laughs> dumb wiener kid running around and a bunch of fake-looking animals. Um, there are, I mean, like, all of the human worlds, most of the sets that they're on are real. So that was nice. And I actually kind of liked the... Anytime they were back in the human world, I was like... Um, the human world's called Azeroth. <laughs> oh, Azeroth. Okay. There's, they're throwing out a lot of names in this movie. And a yeah. lot of the times, most of the time, people, I don't even think said English. Like, it was just like, like, it was like mumbling. Like, there's, Ben Foster has lines at the end of this movie, which might lend to the theory that he was just shit-faced the whole time. <laughs> but he, like, um, like he's just indecipherable. Like, he doesn't sound like anything. You're just like, huh? Like, there's clearly not a sound problem here. Like, this is just... This wasn't, like, some weird, like, interstellar, like, what? Like, oh, it's realism, you know? They're in the rocket, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I think that um, the human... Azeroth, whatever. <laughs> they like there's at least there's at least some design there. And even though even though a lot of it comes off like it's like like some big ad for like medieval times or something, like it's just I don't know why. I just sat there and was just like, I just really want to go to medieval times again. Um but uh yeah, at least at least that uh at least there was some tactile tactile elements there um and you know the cgi look i'm 
totally fine with most most of the time anytime they do like cg backgrounds or worlds is fine like i feel like they've gotten those down pretty well like and most of the times you know it's a background so you're not really focused on it too much you know if it's not it you know you can get that pretty detailed but like anytime they try to do creatures um and you know there's lots of movement with these creatures or they're trying to make it look photo real like you know in the jungle book they're trying to make the animals look as real as possible and in this they're you know they're trying to give the orcs this like great detail and like that just like does not work at all for me because they're like the the more realistic they try to go i feel like the faker it looks because there's something about it where you're just like i don't know like it just it's weird like it i i just feel like it would be so much better uh you know if it was just some guy in makeup or whatever like they already proved just a couple weeks ago that you can put oscar isaac in an ivan costume and he can totally rock it as apocalypse <laughs> I, I mean I, so, I, I think the jury's out on whether or not they prove that <laughs> but I, I mean i'm just saying like there's i still i think there's still some real value in having you know actors be in like tangible and and you know makeup and and tangible things like i i don't know like there's just this the whole mocap thing is just I just don't get it. Like it just it keeps getting, you know, where they where people are like, "Oh, it looks it's so much better. It looks great." And then like, I don't know. It's just it becomes less and less interesting the more real they try to get. But well, see, uh, see, here here's the weirdest part about it though because first of all, like I I feel like when the when the orcs are in a close up and they're just emoting, they actually look pretty damn good, right? When they're not moving and you're not actually seeing them move in sort of semi-awkward manners because while while the film is mocapped, the orc bodies are so hulking and oversized that their movements don't feel right when you see like if, if you're looking at a like a mid shot of an orc and you just like growling, you're like, oh wow, that looks like pretty good. But when they're it's like a full body shot and you see the whole arms moving and they're picking something up and they're holding something, then it starts to become awkward. And like I like I I I well, yeah, that's that's what I mean by like anytime there's movement with these with these with mocap or the creatures, that's when it starts to look super fake. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, I, like, I mean, that's why the CGI backgrounds look fine because it's like they're not moving most of the time. So it's like okay, they're just in the background. I mean, yeah. I like that. There's that opening shot of the, like the the one orc, and it's just on his face, and he doesn't move. And for like five seconds, you're like, okay, that's fine. And then he moves and you're like, no. Yeah, yeah. But so, it, but it's also yeah. like, I, I get the decision to go CG because you want to communicate that the orcs are so much larger than a, a normal full grown adult like person, right? Um, the problem is, yes, you've achieved that by going CG and making them huge. But then it doesn't really make sense that any human can stand toe to toe with an orc. <laughs> like there's there it'd be one thing to just just pick big men, put them in makeup and have them fight against the other guys, but when they're these giant things, it just like there's there's even a scene where like one character is like, "Oh, don't try to beat them with brute strength." But even just deflecting a giant hammer that's the size of your whole body that's being swung by a creature that's twice your size, it, it just seems kind of silly, and I don't buy at all 
that any of the humans could stand up against the orcs at any point during this film. I mean, I did, I did have the similar thought. I mean, out of boredom, I was, you know, I was getting in the, I was getting in the schnazy mindset, and I was like, I don't think that these, these humans would be killed. Like, there's, <laughs> they're like, they're no, like, I mean, even if you had like a, like, if you had more humans than orcs, like, I feel like they would all just be wiped out. Well, that's the thing is, is if you perfectly block <laughs> an attack the attack will go through your block and crush you still. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, and, and also, like, I, and, you know, this could be just me not knowing anything, but, like, so, you know, there's a lot of, there's wizards in this movie, and you'd think that, like, the wizards would just be able to I, I do something. I mages. Oh, mages, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, you'd think they'd be able to just do something so awesome, like, like so there's a scene in the movie where where the one... I guess he's like, is he like the mage in training? Like the, the yeah, one. Yeah, like Squire Mage. He's like the, Podrick. Yeah, he's the Podrick of this movie. <laughs> like he, he like, he busts the main dude out of a jail cell and he turns the one guy into a sheep. And you're just like, why wouldn't they just turn all the orcs into sheep? Like, why I, can't I, they I do that called, every time? I believe it's called polymorphing. <laughs> oh, okay. But I mean, do they have like a little like, do they have like a little watch? Like, this is going to. I'm going there because it came to me, but they have like a little watch on their hand, like Tim Allen and the Santa Claus Two, where like he has so much magic left, where he's like, no, no, so, it so, like <laughs> it counts down. He's like, oh, oh, I can't do anything more because my Santa magic is almost gone. Well, it, it, it so in the in the game world, the 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 polymorph uh, ability is sort of like a temporary. It, it basically it's a crowd control spell, and it it will temporarily turn somebody into a sheep so you can attack other things and then eventually they will pop they will pop out of it and return to their normal self mm. so it's in the in the lore i guess it is a temporary spell well you see like i feel like in the games like this there's obviously so much time to to convey everything and in this movie they literally cram like two seasons of game of thrones into a two-hour movie like i feel like if this movie were to take place as a game of thrones style tv series it would be like two or three seasons like they try to crunch in so much yeah plot and they're they're racing through just like so much stuff to get to i guess you know the the sequel that probably won't happen but um like that that's what was weird that was another weird thing was that the movie starts off and the first 10 minutes of this movie already feel like an hour has gone by because they've gone through like so much stuff and it almost it also feels like they started in movie two like they started in a sequel like it it feels like that like you know this is episode four or they you know like it was weird no, like it, it, no i i totally agree with you i feel like the opening scene of this film is the our first return to our heroes in season two of a Game of Thrones type show. So the last yeah. season would have ended with those two orcs mating. <laughs> and then yeah, this yeah. season would start with like smash cut to nine months later or They would have been building long. the portal and then <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. oh shit, the next season. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's... Yeah, so, so what's weird too is I've heard other people talk about this film saying that this feels like the prequel to a movie we haven't seen yet. But I feel like this feels like the movie that follows a prequel to two movies that we haven't seen yet. It, yeah. It's, we, we, we join a situation that's already happening, we get thrust into it, and we get caught up, um, or we attempt to get caught up really, really fast. And it seems like everybody already has their motivations, and we're just watching the story unfold. 
And I, if there's just something very strange about the why they chose to tell this story. And even with the, so there are events that happen right at the end of this film that are supposed to set up the idea that now humans and orcs are going to have this battle for all time, right? Like the opening monologue uh, or the, the opening voiceover is like, there has been a, a war forever between orcs and humans, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing is, even if you took away the events that end this film, there would still be a war between orcs and humans because the orcs came forth onto the human lands and they're trying to survive, right? So yeah. <laughs> regardless of any sort of event that kind of sets things in motion, there's already an event that is in motion, and that is the invasion of the human territories. So the whole film seems like sort of a waste of time and a needless story. And that's coming from somebody who is a fan of Blizzard properties and has spent a lot of time. Um, I mean, I, I spent... I didn't spend a lot of time... I didn't play at all the first Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft 2 I played in high school... And uh, Warcraft 3, I played like a very, very... Was it Warcraft 3? I, I don't remember what I played. But uh, World of Warcraft, I spent a lot of time playing. But even in those games, I never really focused on the lore of, of this world. I mostly just played for the mechanics of the games. And this film... Like, honestly, the most enjoyable part of watching this film was listening to the responses to the people in my audience when they would show Stormwind or show Ironforge or, you know, show Dalaran or whatever. Like, they, every time they showed one of these locations, um, I could hear people in the audience go like, oh my God, that's this place. And like, I mean, they didn't say that out loud, but like you could hear that gasp of like excitement of them recognizing something that they spent all this time in the game world uh, walking around and playing in. And there was a fun nostalgic aspect to that, but the film itself was just sort of a, maybe not slog, but it just felt pointless that I didn't know what the film was trying to do or why I was seeing it. Like I, I'm 100% certain that out of the, that you, me, and Steven, I was the only one excited to see this film. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just sort I mean, of... I was excited because it's, it's Duncan Jones was directing it and I was holding out some hope that it could be something interesting but i mean he his talents could not save this movie whatsoever like i don't even know like what it it just felt it felt it felt disappointing more than anything to see him do something like this because like i'd rather see him do anything else yeah yeah i mean the, the good news is that this was something that he wanted to do and it isn't one of those things where it's like oh if you want to make source code too you have to make warcraft because that's what it felt like initially was like oh this is a one for you one for me type of scenario you know like i'll do this movie and then you know you can fund my next movie which will be something like moon or source code yeah but it's but it seems like that's not the case right yeah but which is weird because it it's a movie that much like the the hobbit movies which I did like this better than the Hobbit movies because I feel like there is at least some degree of bafflement to it, good or bad, (laughs) good or bad. So like, but, but it's the same as the Hobbit movies where like, you know, Duncan Jones and he's got an army of, of, you know, people putting so much time and effort into this movie, but it's yielding so little results like they're squeezing like 500 lemons to get one tiny drop of lemonade you know yeah like it it doesn't feel 
like it it doesn't feel like there's any passion there even though there apparently is um and again it's like you want to see like watching the hobbit is somewhat depressing because you're just like i'd rather see peter jackson devote his time to anything else than this like (laughs) that's just how warcraft felt um most of the time because it's in it's a it's another one of these movies that's in that weird sort of limbo where it's not a flat out you know battlefield earth disaster where you're just like oh this is terrible and it's not a so bad it's good style disaster you know that kind of movie yeah it, it so it's weird because like there is it's just in that middle ground and for the most part it's inherently silly but it's being taken so seriously that's the other thing too um even though uh you know s- s- that usually can can um result in something being so bad it's good but it it mostly is just like i mean you've got these you've got these like very silly characters running around and it's all supposed to be take like it's a you know like it's a season of game of thrones or something and you're just like i don't like i don't feel like the 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 sense of wonder and fun is like nowhere to be found here like like, like the you know the um the the like richness i would expect from the games is not in this movie. Like, I feel like the, there's, you know, you, you were talking about like, there's a lore obviously to these, to this world and this game, but like, that's not felt at all in here. Like I didn't get any sense of like this world. Like it all felt very relatively small to me. Like there was only really two places they were in. Is what it felt like, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. for like this supposedly massive movie, you know, well, I, I think um, yeah. what the what the real problem is like what what I was excited for is this idea of of you know these different factions of orcs and some of the factions realizing so like imagine that there's already a war going on between humans and orcs but during the course of this war a faction of orcs realizes that no whatever's happening amongst their group of people is worse than whatever they think is happening with the humans and they go off on their own they try to side with the humans and try to bring down the dark side of the orcs because they realize that coming together with the humans is the only way to save their their species. Now, that is sort of the premise that the trailer sells us. But the point at which, like, literally all of the orcs were like, yeah, let's run forth and destroy this world that we're going into because our home world is being destroyed. Yeah. And they pass through the gate. They're ready to just, like, tear some shit up. And yeah. immediately our, our hero, Durotan or whatever his name is, goes like, yeah. Goes like, oh, you know what's weird? This green shit is kind of scary. Um, let's go talk to the humans. And and it, there's no, there's not really an arc of really truly watching evil that turns them away. Like it's just basically immediately we need to get on because there's so much stuff being crammed into the story that it, it sort of escapes the whole, it escapes the whole conversion of this character and you you miss all like basically the humans are like oh side with them it could be a trap and eh, let's do it <laughs> right like they're, they're, yeah they're, yeah they're... i mean th- there's literally no <clears throat> character development for any of the characters like they all just could have been 
they're just all faces. Like even the orcs just seem to all blend together. Like you're not like, you know, you're supposed to care for that main orc and his wife, his pregnant wife. But you just you don't at all, because I mean, I think a big problem was the fact that they did start kind of mid movie and which I mean, obviously can be done. We saw it not too long ago in Midnight Special, um, but that movie was working on a much, much more stripped down scale like this has got so much convoluted plot and characters um, that it just becomes overwhelming like it like it obviously is not um i don't think it's trying to mimic it but it it does feel like you know watching at least for me because i'm dumb watching game of thrones i'm just like this show is so dense in story and character that you're just like there's times when i'm just like i don't know what the is going on (laughs) but i i I enjoy it still because the characters are so richly written and they've had all this time to develop everything so but also in 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 your defense uh, i mean i'm not saying you're not dumb but they do in game of thrones recast people between seasons and don't spend any time letting you know that happened they have done that a lot (laughs) but it's funny because like they'll i'll read how they're like they recast this one character is like i had no clue yeah like the only time i knew was when the the one dude um the khaleesi's lover or whatever yeah he's a a pretty big character but there'd be like other characters i was like i don't even remember that guy so like whatever Yeah, yeah um but it's interesting. <laughs> just, on... just blame it all on the many face god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, um, but uh, no, there was a there's a quote from uh, the AV Club AA AA Dowd's review on the AV on the AV Club, um, which I thought was interesting. He says that the games were no less indebted to other sources, from steampunk to Tolkien to Dungeons and Dragons. It's the players who give these tropes distinctive life using derivative building blocks to create custom characters, adventures, and experiences, which I have never played the games, but I feel like that's a pretty accurate description of why this movie failed. Like, wouldn't would you agree with that, having played the games? Because this movie feels like it's like a John Carter situation where like it was obviously influenced by other things, but the movie doesn't feel special the way that the source material was. Yeah. So, so what what it feels like is, okay, for, for instance, the fell, right? First of all, the fell is sort of a ridiculous name in the context for which you use it in a sentence. Like, yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> the... When you hear characters start talking about the fell, it literally means nothing to you. And you were just like, okay, there's a thing called the fell. Oh, I guess it's the glowy green shit. Um, But there's no context for it. And I feel like that is something that maybe if you played the games, you are aware of the fell. But at the same time, I feel like it's like, so for going back to Game of Thrones, in Game of Thrones, the the showrunners will combine characters, remove characters, invent new characters to facilitate the plot because they are doing an adaptation. And there is not a need to get the book material exactly 100% correct as long as they as long as they maintain the spiritual essence of what was in the original stories 
Um, now, you know, they're in free range because the books are done for now. But uh, as long as they're maintaining the spiritual essence of the original story, they can change what they see fit. And I feel like this film didn't bother to change anything. And that's sort of what its detriment is because there's no hand-holding. There's no, there's no time devoted to talking about the world. It's mostly a, hey, you guys know about this, right? Oh, that's what we're talking about. Isn't that cool? Right? There, there's no explanation for it. Um, so I, I think that's sort of maybe some of the problem. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fine. Like if you're if you're familiar with it, but I mean, I, I just feel like it's too it's too plot heavy, and it's too much of stuff you've already seen. So. I don't know. Like, I feel like even if I was a fan, I'd still be like, this is, I mean, great that they're, you know, that you, you can see all this in action, but it just feels like it feels derivative of better things. I don't know. Like, I just think that there's something that, like, at least, um, for example, <laughs> the that Vin Diesel movie, The Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> so like he <laughs> he said that that was based on a character that he created in Dungeons and Dragons, like when he played, I don't know, back in the day, okay. or still still plays, right? So that char- the character in the movie is based on a character that he created for the game. And so like, but I have not played the game, but like there was an, there was a, at least a a feeling of like this movie is very nerdy like it felt like a uh it felt like a very like earnest game like it 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 felt like niche but it wasn't like oh i've like this is boring you know like it it actually was like it was pretty cool because you're like this is something that i mean i've seen before but it's being handled obviously in a a much more uh silly and fun way but you know like i I would applaud warcraft for for being like all right we're gonna spend you know 200 million and just make it like we're not even gonna try and make it a four quadrant movie we're just gonna make it for the fans or whatever like that in a sense is ballsy but like then you just make a really boring movie like that is just that's lame wait here's here's the thing and this is gonna like this is sort this this isn't even anecdotal for this story. It's just a comparison that I want to make. When I actually first got into World of Warcraft, when the South Park World of Warcraft episode <laughs> aired, like that episode aired, my my friends had were all playing the game, and I was like, oh, bringing it up to them. And then I watched the opening cinematic for the game, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this game, <laughs> and then I played it like a shit ton of time. Um, but like the a a show, a, tele, a a a cartoon an offensive cartoon making fun of the game made me want to play the game this does nothing to make me care about the world of warcraft um yeah it, which is hilarious cuz you think that this would be like the ultimate endorsement for someone you know who who like doesn't know anything about it if if you go right now not not right now cuz we're recording but after we're done recording these few episodes, if you go to YouTube and watch the opening cinematic for the original Warcraft, just the, the, the vanilla Warcraft, I think you will find that cinematic that's like two minutes or whatever long that more impressive than this entire movie. I 
I, I haven't seen it and I would already say I agree with you. Like, I mean, I've seen plenty of, you know, like the trailers or like the little, you know, the cinematics or whatever inside certain games and they are all like more impressive than most movies. Like, I feel like that is a lot of times the case in any, you know, not just video game adaptations, but just movies in general where you're like, yeah, there's a lot more going on here than than your average blockbuster movie. Yeah. But like I've said before, I don't think that taking that and translating it to a movie isn't the same. Like I think, you know, you're obviously working in two different mediums. So like, and that, you know, kind of goes back to the whole uh, CG thing where it's like, well, like people are going to want to see this done this way. But it's like, I mean, I guess, I, I, I mean, I'm in the minority on that, but I mean, I think that, you know, and again, I've said this a lot too, where it's just like, if Neil Blomkamp can figure out a way to do it, like everyone can do it. You know what I mean? Like, and <laughs> you know, Chappie was mocap, the aliens in District 9 were, so it's like, why do those look so good? I feel like it's because there's maybe not so much an emphasis on that it's trying it's to make it look no Andy Circus. <laughs> I, I but if even the apes are the same problem where it's like they're trying to make them look real but they're not like a you know hey, like that hey, th- pause off my apes. <laughs> but I'm just saying like that I feel like that maybe it's because he's not trying to make them all look photo real like it's just I I don't know like Yeah. You're not working with, you know, millions and millions of dollars. He's like I only have this amount to make this work maybe that is a reason too but i i just feel like you know in recent uh movie ma- you know in cgi movie making like that is like the go-to example it's like you know come on like this guy can do it like why can't why couldn't the you know duncan jones make or use the same team i don't know like yeah who knows it's just it's it's funny that it looks so drastically different you know yeah in the in these in the you know putting them side by side at least but um yeah i don't know all, all i know <laughs> is that we should just we should just pour one out for paula Patton's teeth and you know <laughs> that was the other thing too is that like her character was so just silly that i was just like i i don't know like her and ben foster were in were in the right movie but so like, ben Foster wasn't even in the movie. He was. He uh, was. He was. He he he's the guy who just showed up on set and wouldn't leave. So like, <laughs> he's in the movie. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> well, should we wrap this up? Okay. All right, Carson. Let's give this our verdict. If you were going to give this a must-see, a reckon with the caveat, a wait for until it passes the caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? Uh, I would give it a pass. I think I kind of, like, weirdly enough, I kind of had the same reaction to, to Zoolander 2, where I was, like, so... I was, like, kind of baffled by it, but also just, like, oh, no. Like, there was... It was almost, <laughs> like, so bad that I was, like, okay, I kind of admire it for being so just aggressively exhausting but then also no you kind of admired it for being so amazing 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, like I said, it's not, you know, people are calling it, like, the worst movie of the year. I don't think it's it's far from that, like... Wait, which one, Zoolander or, or Warcraft? No, uh, Warcraft, Warcraft. Oh, yeah. I've seen yeah. a bunch of people labeling it, you know, oh, this is, you know, the worst movie of... I mean, because I feel like that people had their mind made up long before it came out that this was just going to be, you know, a huge bomb, which... They were kind of true, but, um, you know, it kind of just goes back to the whole, like, thing, like the, like, you know, they just have it out for certain movies. I don't know, but it just, it just, uh, yeah, I don't think it's as bad as, as that. Yeah, like, I, I don't think it's the worst film that's ever come out. Um, I think it's mostly just a, it's a disappointing execution of a property that could have been actually pretty cool. Um for me, I think quality-wise, it's a pass with a caveat. I think if you are a fan of the the Warcraft entire franchise, then for you, maybe wait for rental. But official, I will give it a pass with a caveat. So, yeah, sad times. Just no more portals, please. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. Uh, Carson... If people find you, I imagine that you can be found out in the fields of Azeroth collecting 30 hooves. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Talking about how bad portals are. Come up with something new. Um, people, if they want to find me, they can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com. You can use the contact form on our site or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Warcraft. So hopefully you're enjoying that more than we enjoyed the movie. And... Uh, uh, ironically coincidentally you know whatever but the guy who did the music for warcraft also does the music for game of thrones so there you go well well, there you go um but uh yeah we're gonna take off and uh go start recording some reviews of the conjuring 2 and now you see me too we're just getting two more reviews for you for films that have twos in them two review too fast too furious All right. Well, thank you for joining me, Carson. Yes, I will see you in a very long time. (laughs) And thank you guys for listening. We'll be back.